Hello, everybody. This is Tony Ruggiero here. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening to The Tour Coach. We're rolling through another crazy summer right now, another crazy season. There's lots of golf, lots of guys playing, lots of camps, lots of retreats, lots of travel. You know what that means? means lots of great content coming to you. So thank you, whether you're a golf instructor, like so many folks that reach out and listen to this podcast, or you're an aspiring golfer, somebody just loves learning about the game, loves learning about how to get better. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Tour Coach, because we've got lots of great content coming for you, okay? And if you like the Tour Coach, you're going to love pro work on YouTube. I want to remind all of you, if you haven't seen it, go to Bushnell Golf on YouTube or go to at the Dew Sweeper on my YouTube channel and listen to, watch, Inside the Ropes, Behind the Scenes with myself, Colby Touye, Mark Hackett, and a host of others. And you'll see what it's like to be a player of all different abilities and watch how our team approach goes behind the scenes inside the ropes to find out exactly what the magic that your golf swing needs to pick up 10, 15, 20 yards or lower your handicap or get all the way out onto the PGA Tour. It's all there for you on Pro Work, just like it is here on the Tour Coach. So thanks for listening. We've got some great content coming. We've got some great discussions, some great roundtables, and some great guests coming your way this summer and this season here on the Tour Coach. And I couldn't do this Tour Coach without the following sponsors. They've been loyal to me. I'm loyal to them. I think it's one of the missing things in instruction and in our world, people that stick together. And I think that's why we've all had so much success. I've got to thank the folks at Bushnell Golf for their support and their sponsorship of this show, my teaching, as well as the Pro Work Series, Vineyard Vines and the folks there. Unbelievable. They keep all the dew sweepers looking good. Myself, as good as you can, and all of the folks at our retreats, and especially Shrixon and Cleveland Golf, Chip Holcomb, Eddie Dry, and all of the folks there. I mean, we couldn't do it without it. It's over 20 years I've been with Shrixon Cleveland Golf. I'm not going anywhere without that mason prang and the folks over there in california take such good care of us they've got the best product that you can find anywhere so special thanks to shrikshaw cleveland golf and then finally my good friend mitch mcconnell and the folks at mcconnell automotive buick gmc here in mobile and buick gmc for sponsoring the radio and everything that we've been going on for all of these years so we've got great sponsors we've got great partners And we're going to give you great content that's going to help all of you play better, enjoy the game better, or understand how to teach it and communicate it better. Sit back, get yourself a beverage, and enjoy the tour coach. And then when you get a chance, go check out Pro Work on my YouTube. You'll be glad you did. All right, so joining me here uh, on the tour coach, excited to have him back on. It's been a bit. uh, One of the great teachers in the game of golf. uh, uh, Unbelievably knowledgeable uh, has an unbelievable knack to apply it uh, to to regular folks too, using the science of the golf swing. Uh, my good friend from up in Chicago, Illinois, Rick Silva. Rick, what's up, bud? How are you, Tony? Thanks I'm, for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything is good. As you just churning through this summer, teaching teaching some folks how to hit, hit get the golf ball up in the air. So, you know, usual stuff this time of year, but I thought it'd be a good time to sit down and catch up with you. I know you guys, uh, you've got something exciting going on, something exciting for golfers, not just players, but also I think uh, it's teachers and instructors. who the, That's a lot of who listens to this as well. Uh, coming out, you've got, uh, you've got a, n- a new project with Michael Jacobs coming out. Uh, go ahead and let's talk a little bit about it. And let's, you know, don't give the whole thing away. We don't want to give people not a reason to buy it, but let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff in it. 
Yeah. So it's been a been a project long time coming. Um, you know, myself and I'm really blessed to have a you know a friend and a mentor. You know, lending a lot of his uh, you know hard work and and efforts to it. So you know, writing my first book and it's been you know seems like more than a than a little over a year, but uh, yeah, you know, long long time coming on this one. But you know, so. You know, in my everyday process, um, you know, you know, I ask somebody for the, you know, when I see him for the first time and we go through, you know, a bit of an eval process, you know, I generally ask them, well, you know, do you want the science or do you want the practical? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I get an array of answers there. Most of the time I get both, you know, that's the answer from people. So that's kind of the, the inspiration for the book, you know, so you know, Michael's providing um, in this book and how it reads, you know, the, the hardcore drippy science, which, you know, a lot of people like and enjoy, you know, from a student standpoint. And I'm providing the practical, you know, here's how I practically uh, apply it. Here's my practical thoughts to it. And then we chose, you know, seven things that we think are really important not only to the everyday impassioned golfer, but for coaches and teachers out there um, that we think that are really important when they're looking at golfers and golf swings, but also to highly competitive golfers. So that made it a little difficult when we were, um, you know, writing the thing. And, you know, because, you know, when, uh, when, the individuals who are helping us put this book together, you know, they're, they're always, you know, looking at it in which I totally understand this. Well, who's your audience? You right. know, and my pushback is always, well, you know, there's, there's many potential uh, audiences here, you know, and you know, it's like, no, 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 we need to narrow this down. And I'm like, well, no, 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 because there's lots of potential people who can be the audience here. So that was a, that was a challenge, but, you know, we're working through that, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, I get the same thing, and I understand where you're coming from because, I, you know, when I started doing the podcast, it was, you know, came from the old, the radio show I I do, still in Mobile, and the radio show I did on PGA Tour Radio for a decade. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, a lot of it was, you know, there were a lot of golfers that would listen to it. But then I found sure. over, over the years, though, and, and through this podcast – I found more and more questions and stuff. It wasn't just golfers, but it was also a lot of teachers and coaches, yes. right? And so, like somebody says, "Well, who's your who's your audience?" I'm like, "Well, it's it's both, really, right?" Like, yes. you know. And I think that uh, you know, I think that, uh, and so every time, you know, I bring somebody on like you, I'm always like, "Well, which group is it going to apply to?" And then, but but I, but I also think that. The better, I mean, and maybe this would start like an argument by some people, but uh, like I also think that the better the information and the better the teacher, the more it applies to both. Like because yeah, man, we should the better be the teacher to, and the better the coach or golf junkies too, man. Right, right, and I also think that like you know what if if we're delivering something here today that's you know, hey, that's probably going to help me coach or teach better. I, one of the reasons I continue to do this is because it gives me a, even more access to pick the brains of people that I know are, are 
wonderful at what they do and have a lot of information. I'm like, I'm going to learn something. But, like, at the same time, I think we could still do that. And a guy that's a 12 handicapper that really wants to get better and be a mid-70s shooter could still listen to this and take something away because, the to me, the people that are really wanting to get better are just wanting really good information. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, absolutely. And I, I don't – for the life of me, I, I don't know why that would cause an, an argument. I mean – Oh, come heck, on. People I, will argue about anything. It's okay. Well, okay. I, I'm I'm past that time, dude. I I don't I don't like it. I, whatever. Uh, I could I could sit there and converse with somebody. You know, like when we go to top 100 summits and things of that nature. I don't have to like the information that I, that's being discussed, but I can certainly take something from it. Mm-hmm. I can learn something from it. Doesn't mean I have to agree with it, but I'm going to learn something from it. Right. I mean. That's the beauty of it. I mean, heck, man, half, I think you would agree with this. Half the, the great stuff comes out at the, at the bar and, and at dinner or later. No question. I mean, that's the beauty of it. No question. That's the beauty of it. I mean, so, you know, this is, this project and in, in what we're doing here, it's, you know, at this stage in, in my life and my career, it's, it's about, mentoring a lot yes it's about coaching and things of that nature but how do we how do we take really good scientific information things that are facts you know and i'm being generic here but like one plus one equals two stuff that we didn't have when we were growing up you know i mean holy i mean i could have saved myself so much time and pain like and how do you convey it to this person over here and this person over here and this person over here. So it, it's not only uh, teaching it's coaching and everything in between, you know what I mean? And that's right. well, I think how, how fortunate are we to be able to do that? I mean, well, that's pretty well, great. Well, I think when you, when you said in the first part, Hey, my job's to make this practical, to practically apply it. Right. That's where I think it makes the topic open to guys that play and coach. Right. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes if you just, you know, you just throw science out there, <clears throat> and I've sat at seminars where it's just the science. Like, it, I'll go, okay. I mean, I can kind of see that. I'm not disputing it, but like, how the heck is how the heck is Joe Sixpack gonna? How are we gonna apply that to this guy, right? But when you when you blend in the practical application from your years of experience coaching and teaching, uh, you know, I think it makes it. You know, I think that's what makes it ac- applicable to to anybody so let's if you don't mind let's go through let's go through some of these things that you uh you know the truths or the um you know the the seven things let's go a few few of those things and talk a little about them not give everything away but then also talk a little bit about practical applications and how people can apply it sure you know so you know in in fairness to to you know my friend and a, and a very significant mentor, you know, you know, Michael Jacobs, you know, one of this is, you know, a lot of this, I should say is, you know, how is this bridging off of the, off of the work that, that he has already painstakingly, you know, accomplished and done. And I think that's really important to say, you know, so I think one of them is, um, you know, forces and torques. Okay. So how, how is, how is the club moving in space? You know, so, uh, 
for a lifetime. I think coaches and players, you know, look at the golf club, you know, moving in, in a very rudimentary way. You know, is this thing going up and down and is this thing going side to side? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it is, but it, it also has a response to the thing going up and down and side to side, meaning that if I pull it up, the, the head of the golf club, just for being practical, meaning the center of mass, not that far off, is going to, if I pull the thing up at the handle, it's going to droop down, right? right just right. involuntarily. So I have to do something to offset that. So that being the torque that I'm applying to it. So it, it's net doing three things, right? Or I'm doing three things to it. So I think if we start thinking about it like that, then we start seeing a more complete picture. So every time I move it in a given direction, it's going to do something and I have to do then something else to it. Right. That's super important to understand. Super important to understand. So how do you, how does the golfer or when you're looking at it, how do you get the thing to just net out to zero? Because you can go start chasing, you know, this rabbit down this hole and it's going to be a very bumpy ride. The club's going to get super heavy. Okay. Mm -hmm. The club face ain't going to line up if you're not considering those things. So that's, that's a big, big deal. And so from a practical standpoint, we start telling a story in this book to help coaches and to help players look at that a little differently, and it's kind of a bit of a aha or eureka moment. So uh, here's a here's an example, right? So when the player is kind of on the way down, if that golf club doesn't unwind a little bit because they're, uh, I'll just use the generic term, trying to lay it down or flatten it excessively. Right, right. Uh, ooh, that golf club's going to weigh a whole heck of a heavy amount, right? If that golf club is, if that player's swinging, let's say, uh, I'll just generically put it like 85 miles an hour with like a mid iron. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to weigh, mm, I don't know, 90 pounds, okay? It, and it's going to be very, like a bumpy ride trying to get that thing square they ain't gonna square it or they're gonna have to do some something to do crazy some, with their body right they have right? to it, do something to square it then right so the more, yeah, more yeah. You, so is it fair to say like the more you lay it down i mean the more you have the more chaotic work, it's gonna right. be and the harder it is to the harder it is to square it yes yes so that's that's a big one okay uh so, like, like you said, like without trying to like give it away, but trying yeah, to yeah, no, no, I mean, help yeah. you understand something. No, I, I so. yeah, I think that, uh, uh, and and those the reason I think some of those things are important is, uh, I mean, obviously for teachers, but for players that you know that, that because they go down these rabbit holes of they see stuff on social media like everybody you know everybody's shallow and everybody's doing this, and then they don't understand basically the equation that if you do this much of this, then you got to do X of this to make it 
to make you hit it at the target, for lack of a better word. And, you know, and then that's the art of coaching and teaching, which you're great at, is, you know, you got to know the right variables to make everything line up and match up. Yes. So we, we another one would be, um, you know, how, how we just look at, you know, one segment versus the next segment, you know, so in how, you know, if I was looking at the pelvis relative to, you know, the left leg in the backswing. Okay. That's, that's really important. And, and why somebody would do that. And, and again, I'm being, I'm being generic here. Um, you know, so that momentum of how that would move, that would be really important. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives us an idea um, of how it should move relative to those two things, because it's kind of like a, like a roadmap. Okay. Of, hey, if these two things are interacting correctly, then it's you can kind of check it off your box. If it looks goofy, hmm, mm-hmm. um, then you know that's a good place to start, right? right? And then here's this roadmap, okay, check. Then you over here, and here's this roadmap, check. And if that looks goofy, then stop there. Um, you know, those are those are kind of things that we're that we're talking about. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, makes total sense, and that's where I think. Okay, you don't know, no, and, and that's where I was thinking. Like as you were talking, I'm thinking, okay, just kind of where we started. Is this for coaches or players? Like, but uh-huh. the roadmap is for anybody because yes. Well, from my point of view too, like no matter how good a job we are as teachers, to me that the best success from players as far as getting better. And to me, the best players in the world, not talking about like what everybody needs to do, but they understand their roadmap, the better they get. And they they understand what it is their couple things are to make, to hit the golf ball the way they need to do it to improve. And so that's where I think it's applicable and, and it's great for both people. Because if you're a, to me, if you really want to get better, you don't just need to go get good information and you don't just need to know how to apply it you need to understand why you're doing what you're doing and the process that you're going down yes without a doubt right because i think that's an important part i think the teachers miss sometimes i'm not saying you or me or but like i think sometimes they just tell you something and they assume that the person's going to understand what you're doing and what the why is and like part of our job is to educate and help people understand the why because like i think you'll buy in better as a student if you really understand where you're going because let's face it you're going to hit some shitty shots down the road trying to change some stuff but if you don't understand why you're changing and what the end result's going to be you're probably not going to stick with it if you hit a rough patch well absolutely yeah not 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 to mention we're, we're human as teachers right. right so so i think another big one here um Kinetic energy, okay. you know, and that sounds like a, like a big word, right. Or a big phrasing, you know, so, you know, my, when you open the book, right. So kind of imagine it like this. So Michael's over here on the left and, you know, and, and it's this, this part's important, right. Because it's like, 
it needs to be stated, right? It's like, so Michael's, Michael's part and role is like, nope, here it is. This is brass tacks, kinetic energy. You know, it's ABC one, two, three, here's what it is. You know, and then I, I now say, okay, that, and that, and that's important. And I'm, I'm a science geek, man. I want to know the hard, raw science too, but all right, now I'm going to say like, all right, kinetic energy. It's like the, the life force of, of long straight shots. It, it's how to get, you know, more of, of what it is that you're looking for. All right. So, uh, so imagine like, I mean, I think most of us love, you know, football, right? Like whether it's college right. football or NFL football. And if you, you don't, know, there's something you're... wrong with you. And if you don't, that's a, that's a topic for another podcast. If you don't, that's a topic. And if for you're not excited, podcast. if you're, I know where I live, if you're not excited that football is about to kick and, two months or less, 45 <laughs> days, there's, there's right, a problem right, right. with you. All right, so now back right. to golf. All right, so so imagine like that, whomever your favorite quarterback is, right, that, that guy drops back and he throws that, that ball from, from point A to point B, and you see that football moving through the air, okay? So I think most people in a, in a two-dimensional world just see the football going from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. All right, well – that thing is also spiraling, okay? It's rotating. So you have linear, which is just the football going from A to B, but you also have angular or rotation. Boom, 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 boom. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so imagine like, okay, you have the linear, boom, and the angular. Well, if that thing's like, you know, a wounded duck, right? right. And it's wobbling all over the place. Well, it still has angular, but it's not going to be as efficient if it's a tight spiral. That would be like a knuckleball, correct? Well, yeah, kind of, right? But, I mean, so the amount of energy kinetically that it's moving from point A to B is going to be less, Mm -hmm. right? So how efficient is that thing moving from point A to point B? Right, so the ability to to measure something or the ability that a golfer, you know, in one segment moves that kinetic energy, you know, from there to there, that's, that's really important. And when you see a golfer who's like highly efficient moving their linear and angular, that's like a really important component. So I would think, and then tell me if I'm wrong on this, but that one of the mm-hmm. one of the reasons, not reasons, but like a, a you know, a reason for a person to become more efficient to where they get mm-hmm. their forces and their torques and all of this stuff to match better is that that would produce a golf swing that in an unpredictable sport and you're never going to be perfect and all that, but would be, you know, it it, it would be you know, more repeatable. It would be, uh, you know, it would be less, you know, erratic or where you're, uh, you know, one day you're really good, one day you're really bad. Like to me, the more, uh, you know, the more you go down that road, the better you are as far as that as a player. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Whether you're, whether you're a tour player, aspiring tour player, you're a club player, 
whether whatever that right, whatever the, that one of the number scenario one things we is, get, one of the number one things you get on the lessity over the years. How is, good can I get? Yeah, and like, oh, I'm not very consistent, right? And I know the yes. I know the the golf psychologist well. It's golf's an inconsistent game, yada yada yada. But we're all striving to make players more consistent, right, or more repeatable. And so, to me, uh, that 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 kind of directly relates to that. Hundred percent. So I, I think here's a here, here's an interesting one from like a an anatomy perspective, right? Like, okay, well, what's the role of the of the rib cage from an anatomy standpoint? Well, essentially, it's to support like uh, you know your arms, your shoulder complex, and they just kind of sit on top of the rib cage. Okay. So it's it's kind of like a like a uh, a brace. Um, like if you're building a house, right? Like, okay, it just sits on top of it. Boom. Okay. So, well, when your arms, like your left shoulder, like if you're swimming, right, it kind of goes up and over, like you're making a little swim move. Well, the kinetic energy of your left arm, and I'm just isolating this, it would move linearly to the right in the backswing, but it also has some angular. So it's like I said, like you're like going to swim move. Mm-hmm. Well, if that club's getting hooded to the right, well, it's not rotating to the right. The angular would be going, like, underneath to make the club hooded. Right. Okay. So the club's kind of telling the story that something's getting, like, suffocated in a way. Mm-hmm. So this thing has, like like the football, it's linearly going to the right, but it also has to have, like, some spiral. Does that make sense? Yep. Like the football has to be like spiraling down the football field to the right, which would create this really smooth look to it. Like, like a really solid, like Tiger uh, 2001. I mean, it just kind of had this like really smooth opening kind of look to it, but it, the club face didn't roll open. Kind of Correct. Thing, right. You- I mean, it, that, like to me, that's I mean, the, damn the thing just kind of looked like just, just right there. Yeah, and I think understanding this, I'm just picking stuff out here though too. Is for like folks that struggle with twisting the club way open, or they get it way out and shut going back. Understanding this part of mm-hmm. your book here would help that because you would understand what the oh, force yeah. is that helps that makes the club do the opposite of whatever whatever one of those errors it is. Because a lot of people, in trying to not go out and shut, then they just start twisting and rolling the face, and that's not any good either. Yes, sir. So, like, I think it was probably in the first five minutes of this thing, it's just to get the thing to net out zero. Right. It's just to make the thing balance, you know. And I watch a lot of your stuff, and you and I talk a lot, right? I mean good grief you get players that just look like they're walking down the street hitting a golf ball and you do it just in this casual whatever kind of way i love it it's so good you know but it's perfect yeah i mean in the end right like in the end in the end we're just trying to make people better you know and uh and i think that's what obviously you do well and the thing i interested in and in this book is is not just the science because you know i think on our side we we hear a lot of that stuff right like you mentioned the golf magazine summits like heck we've we've all been and sat and listened to those things but like to me the thing that is 
is intriguing and interesting is the practical applications that could help, you know, me or Wayne Flint or Mark Hackett take one thing and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and learn one thing that'll, that, you know, help apply it to somebody on the T in front of us. And that's where I think, that's what I think the, the, the reason for folks listening to this to, to go get the book or to understand or to reach out to you to ask questions is, is important. Yeah. And, and I, and I appreciate you saying that, you know, I, I've always been, you know, really fortunate to be able to find myself in the room with people and surround myself with people who are just unbelievably talented and really smart at the things they do. And I'd be a fool to put myself in the room with people who are uh, no less than me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and if I can take bits and pieces, whether that's from, you know, you, Mike Jacobs, you know, Dr. Nesbitt, uh, you know, Mike Adams, you know, the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. If I can do this and, you know, and find ways, and again, I can't emphasize this enough. I, I am a, I'm a science tech junkie, right. but in, in a lot of my conversations, even with the average golfer, man, they want the hard science and, and that's also, I guess, kind of like who you attract as clients, right? Oh, for sure, and, and for I, sure. And, but you still have to find a way to reach the person that's in front of you, right? right? You just do. So, uh, and that's again, you know, that's a that's part of just the inspiration for, you know, putting, you know, my own paintbrush in the paint and saying, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint this right and 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 it's you know here do you want the science or do you want the practical because if we want to have you know one of those conversations on on either side of the extreme i'm down but if we want to have something that brings both to this i'm down for that too and yeah i love that here it is i love both sides i think more people need both that rick uh First of all, thanks for taking the time to come on, especially with all your travels and been trying to do this for a couple of weeks. But uh, also uh, let everybody know where they can get a hold of this and find this uh, and, and get a copy of it because I think it could help golfers and coaches. Well, when it, uh, when it finally comes out, we still have some finishing touches to it. But when it finally comes out, um, I will, uh, I'll put a, definitely put a link via social, um, you know, Instagram, Mm-hmm. Movement Three Golf uh, website, uh, Movement Three Golf dot com. Uh, you mean you can Google Movement Three Golf dot com or or Rick Silva, um, but all of those mediums that'll be great, and I appreciate that. Awesome stuff, Rick. Thanks for always taking the time to come on and and uh, an know, honor. always sharing information. Keep up all the great work, and uh, everybody. He's one of the best teachers out there. So. Uh, make sure you follow him, listen to him, support him in all the ways possible. And Rick, we'll look forward to catching up soon. Sure do appreciate it, bro. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. 
You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out Everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrikshon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.